Welcome to this week's bonus episode of the Liminal Lands Township Part 2. I want to quickly thank some new patrons. Abby, who is 75% Gleistig. Jess, who is 100% an infiltrator from another universe. Zananas, who is 60% Alkanost. And I also want to thank Redacted, who has done some amazing artwork for me, who is 80% Kitsune. Now, enjoy the show. Hey guys, this episode of The Liminal Lands is sponsored by Happy Hippo Herbals. And that's pretty exciting to me because I can honestly say without their products, The Liminal Lands wouldn't exist as a show. Right now, if you use my discount code, you can get 15% off your order. There's going to be a link you can click on in the show notes. And along with that link, there's also another link you can check out that's specifically about Happy Hippo Herbals themselves and why you should choose them over some of their competitors. It's pretty eye-opening stuff, guys, and you definitely need to check it out. Now, enjoy the show. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Some critter or another got into my highly advanced alarm device, which is just some noisemakers tied up to a string around the campsite. Noisemakers mostly being empty cans. You don't need many, honestly, as long as you know how to set up the tripwires. But that's a lesson for another day. I was in the middle of telling you about the time I almost got hit by a basilisk. So yeah, there I was, up in the tree. And I just happened to look down and see this basilisk making its way up. I froze. Now, if you don't know what a basilisk is, it's basically just a giant-ass snake. It don't turn you to stone like some stories say. But it damn sure freezes a man in place. There's been myths about snakes and hypnotizing their prey since hell antiquity. I can't speak for any of that, just my own experience. I looked down, and as soon as I saw it, my muscles locked up and I couldn't move a finger. I might as well tell you, sheer laziness is what saved my life. You see, up to that day, I'd been tying myself up in that tree, make sure I didn't fall out if I nodded off or something while I was up there. But tying myself in and untying myself each took about 15 minutes, and I hadn't even had one close call falling out. So that day I decided to skip the whole thing. Why lucky I did. If I'd tied myself in, that would have been the end of your old friend Cheshire. But I was lazy and didn't do it, and that's the only reason I'm still here. I froze in place, but I had leaned over to look down. And just that little bit of leaning had upset my balance. As that big son of a bitch got closer, I could feel myself slowly tipping over. That moment lasted about a thousand years. Who knew it could take that long to fall out of a tree? That monster got close enough I could feel its damn hot breath as it breathed out. You know, for all I know, the slight push from its breath might have been what finally tipped me out of that damn tree. But... It pulled back the strike, and I finally tipped over. Now, the next bit was a blur. I hit the ground, obviously. Now, my memory says I bounced off the ground once and landed on my feet, but I doubt that's what actually happened. I probably scrambled all over the place. But however it happened, I made it to my feet, and I took off running like my head was on fire and my ass was a-catching. You know how hard it is to not look behind you if you're running from something? especially when whatever it is you're running from makes virtually no damn noise. But hell, I couldn't risk looking back and seeing it and freezing up again. 
You know, to this day, I have no idea if it chased after me or not. I ain't even going to venture a guess. But, either way, I made it back to town in one piece. I'll tell you what, though. When I finally got safe and started calming down and the adrenaline started wearing off, well, let's just say I felt like I had fallen out of a tree. I told the town what they were up against, gave them a suggestion on how to guard against it, and I went and laid up for a few days and licked my wounds. Trust me, there ain't a liniment or ointment in the world that can take away the full body pain of falling out of a tree. But by the third day, I was feeling more human again and went to see what was going on. Turned out the damn thing had never even approached the town. So my suggestion on how to guard against it hadn't even been needed. But I was pretty damn proud of what I came up with, so I'm going to tell you what it was anyways. I had them post guards at the outskirts of the town, but I had two at each post, and they stood back to back. The one facing outward talked the entire time. Didn't much matter what they were saying. Hell, they could count to a million just so long as they kept talking. If they stopped longer than the space of a deep breath, the one at their back would try and jerk the other one around, but also take off running and sound the alarm. But like I said, the damn thing never actually did come close to town. I had decided to take my reward and go. I'd alerted them to what it was. I'd held up my end of the bargain. But they ended up convincing me to try and take care of it for them. I'll just say they offered me a king's ransom if I could get rid of it. I eventually agreed. I still don't know if it was what they were offering, if I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Freezing up in place and almost dying had shaken me pretty damn bad. The time I took to get better was as much for my mind as it was for my body. But whatever it was, I agreed to try and take care of it. Took me almost a week to come up with a plan I thought had any chance of working. It did take me a whole damn week to set it up. I took 12 people out with me every day I went and had six groups of lookout while I went about setting up my trap, even spaced and looking out like I had them doing around town. Now, I don't know if it was because there was so many of us out there or what, but it left us alone the entire time I was setting things up. My plan was pretty darn simple. Because I do believe in that old acronym KISS. K-I-S-S. That stands for keep it simple, stupid. The more complicated something is, the more moving parts a mechanism or plan is, the more points of failure you have, the more chances something can go wrong. So my plan was as simple as I could make it. Set a trap, put some bait in it, and hope like hell it would work. I put the trap in the same damn tree I almost died in. I know some people who would consider that bad luck, but I ain't incredibly superstitious. I ain't going to close a knife someone else opened, and I don't lay my hat on the bed, but that's about it. Besides, I knew that tree would work. It'd hold me and whatnot. No reason to start adding in variables. Kiss, remember? And, obviously, I was going to be a bait. If nothing else, it was because it was my plan. I couldn't ask someone else to risk their life based on my plan. So, of course, it was me up in the tree after I had triple-checked my trap and couldn't stall any longer. The trap itself was as simple as I could make it. I based it off of a squirrel trap I've used from time to time, albeit heavily modified. But it was basically a big noose made out of steel wire, completely encircling the tree. 
had it suspended on some trees surrounding it with a trip wire connected to a heavy weight. The weight was just a bunch of damn cinder blocks all tied together and precariously perched on a higher limb. Had the trip wire held up by tiny wood wedges drove into the tree all the way around it. So, no matter where the big bastard tried to climb up, he's going to hit the trip wire. Trip wire would pull on the weights. The weights would quickly drop. They'd pull the noose tied around the basilisk in the tree. And after I satisfied it would work, so I set out the next morning, climbed up into my tree. Of course, I had to be damn careful not to hit the trip wire myself so I didn't get cut in half, but hell, I'm talking to you now, so you know I made it through and I won't try and draw out any extra suspense. I hadn't been up in that tree for two hours before the damn thing showed up. Of course, as soon as I saw it, I froze again. And again, that was almost the end of the cat, because I almost fell out of the damn tree again before it even got close and started to climb. But I didn't. And trap worked just like I imagined it would. Bastless hits the trip wire, new snap closed immediately. But it didn't just tie the bastless to the tree. It snapped tight so quick and so hard it cut the damn thing's head clean off. And I did fall out of the tree then as its body went crazy and hell it shook the tree like it was a damn earthquake. But it worked and I survived. And I was damn lucky when I fell. Cause I ended up facing away from it. Cause it took almost a week before anyone could approach that damn thing without freezing in place. If I had fallen the other way facing it, well I guess I'd have just lain there frozen till I died of thirst. But after about a week or so, the effects stopped working. Whatever it was, freeze people in place wore off. And they were able to go out there and gather it up and burn the damn thing. They did bring me back some skin that I tanned and turned into a hat band and one of the damn thing's fangs. Spoils of war, I guess. I still don't know what to do with the fang, but I keep it around just in case I ever come up with something useful for it. Just gotta be hella careful any time I handle it. But, yeah, that's the story. And I hope what you take from it is that you remember KISS, K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. That just might save your life one day. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a like or review of The Liminal Lands on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or visit patreon.com slash liminallands and consider supporting the show like patrons and co-producers Randy, David, PJ, and Tim who help make the show possible. You can find links and a store at theliminallands.com. This week, I'm re-listening to Madness of Chartrulian, which is up for an Ambi Award, so that's pretty awesome. So now's a perfect time to give it a re-listen. As always, I'll have a link to their website in the show notes. So, until next time, beware of doorways.